Good morning. Welcome to the Morning Chat with Ed Ballinger here on 97.7 FM, 1450 AM, WAOB and Vincennes, and 97.3 FM in Washington. Our first guest this morning from the George Rogers Clark National Park is Ranger Joe Heron. Good morning. Good morning. All right, let's uh, get right into it. What's going on? Uh, we just had a kind of a surprise program. Um, some gentlemen from Purdue came down and gave a, a real nice presentation on earthquakes on the Wabash, but it's got us thinking we may do some science programming leading into the eclipse next year. We're, we're talking about maybe getting some more guest speakers because we had a really good turnout. Um, but other than that, it's just planning for astronomy night and per- preparing for the eclipse next year okay let's talk about the earthquake this is kind of Uh interesting Uh, i wish i would have gotten to it because i just it's really if you ever go on to the website and and check out where all the activity is Uh uh-huh all of a sudden you're starting to see we're seeing a little bit of minor activity around us you know and that i don't know what that means i mean we're just an, an active fault line anyway but I would like to know, comparing history to now, yep. it, do we see patterns? Not so much patterns, but they did have theories. And and a lot of this was so, I mean, it was above my head. I mean, definitely. Um, I think some in the audience got it. In fact, there were there were a few students and, and some USGS people um, in the audience that were definitely getting it and getting the next level. But there, a lot of theories, and I think that's a lot of why they do these studies, is to see if there's patterns. Um, I think some of the consensus was, well, we could have one over a six point. We probably would not have one over a seven, but like every few thousand years that does happen, you know, so, uh, looking for trends, but I don't think, I think it's, I think it still is kind of random, honestly, you know, um, but again, they're just trying to crack that code and, and see what evidence they have. But but there's places where, and I, I'll say it wrong, but liquefac, li, liquef, liquefaction, I don't know. That's good it enough. Has a, hey, it's a hey. big A in there, yeah. It's good, it's uh, good, it's good enough for Ed Ballinger's show. <laughs> it's good enough for the show. Yeah, right. Um, but uh, basically, um, all the sand and soil just becoming liquefied. And um, they found evidence of that up and down the river. Their plan was to actually, as a separate part of this, go out on the river with some of these grad students and whatnot and and see these areas that had kind of been washouts and been evidence of, of earlier earthquake stuff. And they showed, they showed a few photos from that. Yeah. Um, but... But I don't know, man. It's it is interesting, and it, it sure got a lot of people's attention in the in the community. Yeah, I mean, how can past history affect today? Right. I mean, that's that's the bottom line. <laughs> is unlike the Revolutionary War, it's not going to happen. That's not going to happen again. Not from Britain. No, <laughs> good, no we don't good know. Call, good, good call there. Okay. No, not that same way. I mean, but yeah, nations rise and fall. But <laughs> um, no, I mean, it's it, yes, we do we do so much history, but but we also, and that is our goal. That is our number one. But as as a secondary mm-hmm. thing. Yes, we, the Park Service, and even a historical park, uh, can certainly give people a place to talk about the science and talk about the, the world around us and look for these trends. And, yeah, there's a historical context when you start talking about how often, you know, if you can find a pattern with these things. Now, see, I saw something one day on the Weather Channel talking about tornadoes in the past. Mm-hmm. I mean, man, and they said a lot of times record weren't kept well. 
So mm-hmm. it really, there's a lot, it's hard to go by. Sure. We see the same thing in earthquakes. We may have had 3.5s for many years or whatever, right. and just no records were ever found on that. We or, just didn't, and maybe didn't have the equipment, equipment to do it, yeah. or that type of thing, or, or yeah. if it's written about. I mean, we don't feel the smallest ones. I, I haven't felt the last two or three little small mm-hmm. ones we've had in the last few months. No, so. we, we've had we've had a few shakers. No, yeah. I mean, that you felt. Yeah. You know, the, the story I tell people back in the 80s, when we had the one here, I was out at uh, Four Lakes. They had a tennis court. Yeah. And I was playing tennis with a friend. Uh-huh. And the train went by. I thought it was the train that was rattling the court. Right. I had no idea it was an earthquake. It was actually an earthquake. Earthquake, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and it's just... And then, of course, I was in this building when the last one. <laughs> like, thank you very much. <laughs> but it's... Uh, I, I just want to know how much past history can play a part and how we learn now. And mm-hmm. I, especially earthquakes, because, you know, we could see for days and days a, a hurricane forming or things developing sure. tornado wise or whatever, or bad weather. Earthquakes, unless we're underneath the ground, you know, we got instruments, but mm-hmm. we can't predict. I don't, when, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. We need to We need to get one of those experts on here. Absolutely. They were down from Purdue. But like I said, we, we'll have to get them on get them on the show sometime. Do you yeah. think that we're a real, I mean, our fault line, of course, the New Madrid fault line. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, of course, farther south you go, the, the quote, worse it would be. Sure. According to this fault, you know, mm-hmm. Evansville all the way down to. Cape Girardeau, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, that uh, um, uh, New Matter that, County. Yeah, 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 in that area. Yeah. Okay. The Boot Hill, the, the Boot Hill yes. of Missouri. Missouri, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. But, I mean, we're in it. Sure. You know, and, you know, we feel earthquakes as far as <laughs> who knows how far away. Sure. Well, they were saying something like a seven point would, would affect Chicago and Indianapolis. Wow. Yeah. That's, so, that's amazing. Yeah. And how long? And it's not so much the initial, but it's the aftershocks. That too, yeah. Yeah, wow. I, think, I think that's what it was in 1812 yeah. with a you lot know, of this. It's one of those things, Joe, it's kind of intriguing, but it's scary. A little bit. Yeah, yeah it makes yeah. you think. Wow, wish I'd have been there. I, but hopefully another one will come up sometime or whatever. And yeah, because it could, yeah, it'd be great discussion. And it just goes to show you, now we're going to move on to astronomy night. Yep. Okay, where astronomy plays a part in history. Sure. Well, and there's so many connections. I mean, um, even, I mean, using stars to guide your way. If you ever read Undaunted Courage about Lewis and Clark, little little brother uh, Clark, um, they talk so much about how they had to kind of cram to learn astronomy and how to track it because that's how they could tell where they were in the world with, with the, the lat long, just, you know, along for map making and everything, they had to learn this, uh, in, in kind of a crash course, um, with, with men back then, men and women in the frontier, um, that was a lot of navigation in when you're into new areas, mm-hmm. uh, including George, you know, kind of going from Kaskaskia, you follow the rivers, you follow the old native trails, but, um, but you do have to have an idea where the moon is at a certain time night. Yeah. yeah. You can expand history as much as you want, can't you? Sure, you absolutely could. I mean, it's yeah. just, there's always a part of it somewhere. 
And that's one thing I think with my talks, even even what we're giving to fourth graders, we talk about how technology, the technology of the rifle being such a change up from the smooth bore musket. Um, and how that affected this battle, Even just the few that had rifles. I mean, a lot of them are still carrying muskets, but uh, you, you work technology in, uh, all the STEM stuff plays to history because yeah. it affects it. Yeah. yeah. All right. So when is the astronomy night? That is October 21st uh, from 6.30 to 9.30, and there's a little before dark and a little after dark the way we do it because there are some crafts and stuff that you can do kind of as the as the sun's going down and as um as our guests are getting their telescopes lined up um but then afterwards when it's dark we we try to zoom in on a on either planet or the moon if we don't have any planets and 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 lined up and give the kids a chance to see it and to experience it and, and talk about some of the things uh, one thing we had done at Audubon, Maine last, we actually previewed a new piece of equipment we got at the park. Um, we got a solar telescope, something I didn't know too much about. Uh, Ranger April coming from Utah, which which is one of the kind of nice sky parks. Um, she she was telling me about this. Uh, it's it's a basically a telescope that's filtered up so much that you can view the sun. Mm-hmm. Which they say never look at the sun, especially in a telescope. Yeah. Uh, but but it's filtered in such a way that you can. Um, it's so cool because when you look through it, you see you see the edges, and when there's a solar flare or something, you see just these little lines. It's almost like little uh, almost like little feathers coming off uh, this the the round of it looking through this thing we're gonna we're gonna get the solar scope out we're talking with the high school right now about utilizing it more hopefully get into the other the other schools in the county mm-hmm. um but it's it's exciting stuff it's it's new it's new stuff for us to interpret to talk about but it is something that we we can have a responsibility with we're, we're still going to tell that clark story uh the hamilton story we're still going to do these pieces uh, because that's that's our main goal. That's why we are a national park. Mm-hmm. But within that journey, we can we can break off and talk about science too. Okay. All right. Let's take a break. We'll have more Joe after this on WAOV. Have you ever missed one of your favorite local shows on WAOV? Ever missed the morning chat, Mark and Mark, or even financial questions, real answers? Well, that's not a problem anymore. WAOV has our local shows on podcast and easy to get to them. Go to WAOVAM.com and click on the podcast tab at the top to find your show. It's that easy. So if you miss Vintage Vincent, legal news or views, or just the tips, listen to the podcast the next day. Go to WAOVAM.com and find your podcast. Okay. Welcome back to the morning chat with Ed Ballinger as our guest from the George Roger Clark National Park, Ranger Joe Heron. Wow, we've talked about earthquakes. <laughs> I yep. love it. I love it. Okay. The summer is uh, pretty much, uh, well, when is fall? Tomorrow? Oh, or, is, it, is it that soon? Yeah. yeah it feel, I feel it. We're getting those cool mornings oh, yeah, right now. I'm not sure when it is, but it's coming up. Yeah. Okay. So really, we could talk about summer now. Sure. Okay. How would you classify visitors at the park during the summer? Um, for our junior ranger events, I think we were down a little. Um, when we rescheduled three-fourths day, we, I didn't realize we had the band shell, the bash thing going. Um, so I think most of the town was that would have come to our thing was, was on the other end of town. So I need to coordinate that a little better. Three-fourths was down a bit, but I had really good volunteer response. So I had a few people I hadn't seen 
hadn't hadn't been helping at the park since before COVID. So we were able to get some people re-engaged back out uh, that volunteer. We'll probably kick that one back to June. Uh, it was nice being a little cooler, um, but but we had done that one September nine. Um, Natural Resource Day was pretty well attended. Um, and then I think of the three that we did, our best one had to be the Ranger Careers Day uh, because we do the mock archaeological dig and things like that um, and just talk about different aspects. So that part of it down a bit, uh, would love to see more kids coming out. We know it kind of moves in waves as kids age out, other kids, you know, brothers and sisters moving into it um you know we have to we have to find a a way to reach out to those audiences but our day-to-day we we had some really good days this year Uh, a lot of people coming out for the first time um we're getting people from across the country national park visitors uh they have the neat little blue books that get them from park to park Mm -hmm. gets them to little parks they haven't heard of gets them to vincennes indiana certainly um we are still doing pretty good school-wise, but it, it really is concentrated in May. Right now, I'm seeing a lot of homeschoolers. Um, I usually have one or two groups that are lined up in the fall, and I haven't seen them yet. Uh, I really want to bring Frontiersman Day back in probably April, uh, but it's it's a matter of coordinating with schools because they have testing and everything else that goes on that same month. Okay. All right. So... Um, but you know, I think COVID still lingers a little bit as far as people getting out, but I think we're getting better. Oh, sure. I think, I mean, you could tell that. Oh, by the way, first day of fall, September 23rd. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, you know, about you, a week off. Yeah. Yeah. You've heard <laughs> the, no, tomorrow's the 20th. Are you uh, seriously? Yeah. I've <laughs> been, my, my September has been so messed up. Yeah. So it's a Saturday. This Saturday. This Saturday. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bust out the sweaters. Yeah. I I have actually been leaving a week off September all week. And so I guess now I'm adding an extra week. So. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I'm like, wait a minute. Where are you going? Okay. I still thought it was the 15th or something. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's fine. <laughs> hey, you've been hanging around me too much. It's okay. <laughs> it's something about this show just brings out that Maybe. people, I guess. <laughs> okay. So um, right now, are we worrying really looking now for the next year of making all of our plans mm-hmm. or, i mean from here on out through the fall and into december i mean you're gonna get visitors people you know one thing i will say is if you ever go want to walk go down the trail and then continue around the park because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that do that sure i mean they go underneath the 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 bridge and mm-hmm. they just keep walking and it's like it's packed out there during the days. It can be. When it's pretty out, there's a lot of people out walking, a lot of dog walkers. Oh, yeah. A lot of people just getting their exercise or their runs in. Uh, we do ask folks if they're going to park at our site and go down to Kimball Park, maybe park outside the gate. Because we do kind of close those gates at 5 p.m. Uh, a lot of our local people know it. Occasionally get folks over from Illinois that are confused with the time zones. And, and we're getting new signs. It's going to be, I think, a little easier to see the signs that kind of mark uh, that we're closing off. But there, it's a good place to start out because it is relatively flat. Most of it's paved. Uh, the biggest 
thing we have to deal with getting over there is the railroad tracks. Mm -hmm. And that's still one of those long-term things. I don't know if they'll ever give us money. I I hope they do. I've seen it lumped with other projects, and I've seen it uh, not, you know, like, oh, we'll definitely fund it in two years, and then no, there's no money for that type of thing. But if we ever get that railroad bed, it's just one big scar that goes along the park and kind of keeps, it keeps some people from getting to that nice river walk. Okay, all right. So hopefully it just it'll all it'll, it'll all eventually work out. Oh, definitely, yeah. yeah. Something will happen. Yeah. yeah, eventually. Now, based on what is going on nationally, are more people still coming out to the parks? I think so. Yeah, I think more people nationally are visiting national parks, and and part of that's seeing that that um, that baby boomer generation kind of seeing more people retire and they're doing more traveling, and I I see it every, almost every day. Uh, people who have their new park pass they're ready to use to to get in free i'm like well we don't charge so we'll just save that pass like i think something like only a quarter of national parks actually do charge a fee really Uh, a lot of the small parks don't charge Uh, sometimes a museum will charge or of course they charge to go up in the arch but they don't charge for their museum um over in st louis um but people are excited some new rv people or um, people that are taking their first national park kind of jaunt, you know, from nearby. Um, we're seeing a lot of it. And I'm, I'm sure the big parks, the Yellowstones or Yosemites, I'm, I'm sure they're feeling it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Guys, you got to love gas prices. <laughs> yeah, up and down, up and down. Yeah, yeah there, there you go. Yeah. All right. What, what else is going on? I mean, uh, as we get in the fall and in the winter, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, uh, is there anything, any adventure you're looking at or just – I mean, is it just kind of right now? Just I want to say a downtime, but it's a time really that you know, not sure yet. There will be. There's always a bit of time, September, October, when I get the retirees traveling more. It's it's a lot of families in the summer and retired people in the fall. The cooler weather, they don't like as much the crowds as much. It is slower than summer, um, but but it's still enough to kind of keep us moving. Um, we are also, we're planning on, I haven't announced a date yet. We'll probably do a small March for Henry Hamilton's kind of talking about his, his trip down the river, the British side of it. Um, but we're looking at the exhibit planning. We're going through designs right now with a contractor and and how that's going to change. Um, I think it's going to be dramatically different for people that come in, uh, to the museum there. Um, we're we're wanting to make next year better and like when i say we're adding new like science talks or you know some sort of history symposium or something like that it's 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 usually in the winter time that i can get that done and there's still this little hump of october and it's the end of our physical year so we have to we have to report back everything that we've done they say they don't care about numbers but they definitely want to see them um because um we have to report every rifle shot every time we played the film all this tracking 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 yeah <laughs> never thought of that way. Yeah, yeah okay mm-hmm. so anyway um again it's just i guess the parks there just come enjoy it i mean that's absolutely i mean that's it's a good time to come out there i mean it's right now for sure oh i know it, it is it is next year i mean i know we're, we're getting close to some bigger times uh-huh. you know next year of course it's all eclipse i mean let's that's that's you know we well let's let's take a salute we've gone uh 18 almost 19 minutes 
on the show. Now we're just now starting to bring up the eclipse. Sure, sure. But, but we're going to probably bring it up every time we talk. That's, yeah. What are your guys' plans? I mean, the parks. Mm-hmm. Because I'm hearing a lot of places now are starting to come up with ideas. Uh-huh. I mean, come out and view it here. Come here and view it here. Come here. Are you guys going to make any kind of a pitch? Or are you going to like, you know what? People know where we're at. People are going to come to us because we're a national park and because we are right on the river which is which is the the center you know the the center of totality uh people are going to come anyway so what we are going to try to do is make sure they have everything that they need um as far as restrooms a place to go realistically it's going to be bigger than any fourth of july we've done uh there's not going to be room for every blanket and every lawn chair on our ground so we're looking at what's going to happen with the rendezvous grounds is that going to be a possibility for like an overflow uh, for people that can't do it at the national park right um leading into it saturday sunday uh, and even part of monday early we're going to have programs we're going to have that sunscope set up Uh, we're going to have um little talks with volunteers hopefully if i can get some subject matter experts in we're gonna have somebody here that that can talk better than i can as a historian um about what's happening because i i can tell it i can tell it to a a third grader you know but sometimes with adults they they want that next level of knowledge so uh, but we are going to do a little talk saturday sunday and early monday before the big event happens okay we'll talk more about that next month then i hope so all right appreciate you coming in joe have a great day and we'll see you in october thanks for having me all right stay tuned more of the morning chat coming up on waov within the last half hour there's a good chance you were on your smartphone or there's a good chance you were on your laptop tablet or desktop searching the internet for some much needed information as a business owner or manager you've got products and services and you need to reach new customers we can help TOC Direct Digital can help build you a custom digital campaign. Just email digital at originalcompany.com. That's digital at originalcompany.com. Welcome back to Morning Chat with Ed Ballinger on 97.7 FM, 1450 AM, WAOB in Vincennes, 97.3 FM in Washington. Michelle Smith from Knox County Recycling joins us this segment. Good morning. Good morning. All right. You're now in your own digs and you got your old, you got a brand new building, brand new, just everything going good, right? Yeah, it is, finally. <laughs> I've dreamt of this day, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I can tell because Michelle comes in with a smile on her face. I know it's, you know, it's just, everything's, everything's going good. Now, but now you have your challenges, right? We do, just like everybody else, we uh, do. Okay. You know, and the, the main challenge is, you know, trying to find a market for some of this material that's coming in. You know, um, we did just finally um, unload about 42,000 pounds of cardboard, which was fantastic. Um, There's a little bit of money to be made with cardboard right now. The market's not fantastic, but we're looking, you know, it's, it's one of those things that kind of fluctuates. So, you know, it'll go up, it'll go down. Right now it's sort of right in the middle. Um, so right now, you know, we're just taking cardboard and plastics and all the things mainly from residents. Um, but we do have a few businesses that are bringing us their items too, primarily their cardboard because 
cardboard, I mean, it takes up a lot of space in your dumpster. Sure does. So, you know, and it's the easiest thing to recycle. So, you know, we're encouraging right now any businesses in town, local businesses that have tons and tons of cardboard, you know, their products come in, their inventory comes in 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 their cardboard boxes, bring them to us. It's free. Save yourself a pickup on your trash service, right? We all know how expensive that is. But all we ask is that you remove any of the packaging that's inside, you know, if it's packing peanuts. Do you have to fold it up or anything? Yeah, we do. It's easier for you too. Like if you break them down to bring them, you can stack up a whole bunch in the back of a car or your truck or whatever. We unload all the things. Um, We have everything from, you know, the trunk of the car, the back seat, front seat full of cardboard to a truck to a trailer load of cardboard. Uh, you know, we'll take it all. So just break it down. Make sure all the packing materials are out before you bring it to us. Sounds like a winner to me right yeah. there. <laughs> but yeah, um, when you guys, when you moved in your new place, and there's a lot of different things you can do now that unlike, I mean, you're not spread out here, here, here. I mean, it's all... All one, I want to call it a campus. Yeah, all it one is. site. I like that recycling campus. campus. I mean, it's all one site. Maybe you we'll, know? yeah, maybe we'll change it. Recycling um, campus. I like um, it. Okay, oh, if you like it, I'm done. We always <laughs> go to recycling district, though, you know, because we were we're technically still the solid waste management district, but that's a lot to say, and a lot of people don't really quite fully understand solid waste management district that's a lot to unpack right uh, very much so. yeah so solid waste is basically anything you throw away mm-hmm. right um and so since we're not the trash people we get confused a lot with that um we just we just shorten it recycling district right right do you think the biggest challenge you have though is people still understanding what is acceptable and what is not yeah yeah and you know i we talk to people every day um you know they always have questions and we're always happy to answer because it makes our jobs a lot easier um you know we have the our usuals that come in every day and they know exactly what to bring exactly how to bring it and exactly where to put it when they get there so it makes our jobs a lot easier but if you don't know we encourage you just to go ahead and bring it or give us a call um you can always check out our website too or facebook we do have a lot of resources there um but you know we want it to be as simple as possible because the easier it is the more people that'll do it. We don't want it to be hard. You know, a lot of people say, it's so confusing. I don't know if I can bring this or that. You know, let's just simplify it. And we say bottles, jugs, tubs, as far as plastics go. Plastics are the ones that everybody gets confused about because, you know, you flip it over. There's so much plastic in our world. Like if you really pay attention to it, there everything is plastic, right? So if you flip it over, there's a recycle symbol on the bottom. It'll say one through seven somewhere in the middle there. That just tells you what type of plastic it is. Not even you, but really the, you know, recyclers. What what kind of plastic, what is this made of, and what's the composition of it? We're really just concerned with the ones, twos, and fives, okay? okay. But the numbers are tiny. It's hard to see. My, I can't see half of them. Mm-hmm. So just remember, bottles, jugs, tubs on the plastics. Bottles, jugs, tubs yep now your turn give me examples of a bottle jug and a tub no no, no yeah you no, can no, do it you no. can do it i'm putting okay, you on the okay, spot okay bottle uh-huh my water yes how about that yes jug milk jug perfect tub butter yeah 
Yep. Done. I'm done. See you later. Gold star for you. <laughs> okay. Those are simple. Yeah. Those are easy. And, you know, it's even easier because everybody asks about the lids. Oh, no. What about the lids? You can leave the lids on. Right now, all of our plastics, we're, we're paying Republic Services to take those because we don't have a market for those. So it's just easier for us. Republic Services has is a big, big, big company. So we, we pay them to take our plastics for us, um, to recycle them. And they are requesting that the lids be on those bottles, jugs, and tubs. Now, a lot of people are still in the habit of saving those lids and things, right, for benches. Um, Can I ask a question? Sure. Then, And this one, and actually I thought about you one day when I was, I ordered out, and I'm not going to say from where, (laughs) but, you know, you get these plastic plates with the tops on from eating out, okay? Uh Uh-huh. And I thought to myself, are these recyclable? Because a lot of times you look around, there's no numbers or anything. Right. Because you get them from a restaurant. Right. And I'm going to guess and say they're not. You're right. They are not, unfortunately. And You know what um, I'm talking about? Like the black? And yeah. We call them clamshells. Okay, Because yes. they kind of, you know, or yeah. like those berry boxes. Right, right. You know, it's, if you've. That plastic is, you know, everybody's like, well, it feels just like a water bottle. Like it's a little, yeah. but it, it is a little different. And and the way that I it has been explained to me is, you know, plastic only has, it's not infinite, right? So, um, you know, most people, I don't know if you know, but plastic is derived from petroleum, mm-hmm. right? So yes. from oil. Yes. You can only recycle plastic so many times before it's just... The, the quality is no good, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so once it gets down to the end of its life cycle, that's when they start turning it into those things that we call single-use items. Mm-hmm. So like drinking straws or those to-go containers or um, the lids on your McDonald's cups or whatever that, that really, you know, you could tear it apart very easily, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so Republic Services has said that those you know, those are not going to be recycled. If they get into the bin, they're going to be thrown away. So, you know, we just say, go ahead and throw those out and just focus on those bottles, tubs, and jugs. And like I say, you can leave the lids on. Um, They prefer them to be on when we send them. Um, If you're still in the habit of taking the lids off, a lot of people say, oh no, I still have bags and buckets of of bottle caps. Um, We will still take them. We don't have any schools or clubs or churches or anything still actively saving caps that we know of that are working with our grant program for the bottle cap for benches um but we have an entire room room full of (laughs) bottle caps so we have tons of bottle caps we are good on bottle caps (laughs) for now um but if you bring them to us we will still take them okay let me ask you this what about tupperware Tupperware. Oh, see now, now look. So I mean, I mean, that's one okay, of those. It's a, it's a tub. It is a tub. It is a tub. And I would be inclined to say, yeah, probably it would be okay. Um, my guess is there may not be a recycled number on the bottom. You know what I mean? So that is something that before I say yes, I would need to ask for public services directly and, and see if, you know, and that happens sometimes. People call or they'll email me or they'll stop in and say, hey, can you recycle this? You know, we had a lot of, um, over the summer, we had a, a several, I've had several farmers ask me about the, tr- the trays that their little plants come in, mm-hmm. you know, they're plastic. But again, it's that stuff that's very easily torn apart. I asked for public services. They said, no, we can't take it. So Okay, now what about... 
you know those those containers that you can like put fruit and stuff in that are plastic got the lids on them and stuff i know a lot of times people use those over and over and finally get to the point where it's like just can't use these oh anymore. like the glad the glad ones yeah, that you can yeah. get at walmart yeah. yeah yeah those are okay those can right. go in yeah because right. that's more like that's the same kind of material as like those tubs you all know? right all right yeah. okay again i'm just throwing up examples that yeah every day is a little different though because it's that really hard. rigid hard plastic yeah. so that's one that i would need to double check before i all say right. yes all yeah. right. i know that you and i have talked many times on this show one of the biggest misconceptions are uh pizza boxes yeah okay a tricky one it is it is i think we spend because we we all eat pizza golly come on <laughs> tell me somebody doesn't eat pizza you know what i mean or or, or they know of somebody right, i mean right. all right you gotta have you gotta have a pizza box mm-hmm. okay, if, you, if you get it to go all right now the pizza box is yes if it's clean right well Maybe. it's one of those areas where we just want to keep it consistent right okay, all right so just because your pizza box might be clean doesn't mean that my pizza box is going to be clean well ed recycled his pizza box why can't i recycle my pizza box uh, so it's you know a no. it's so a it's no. a no because i mean when when right, people right. are coming in it's just too much to go through and grade it oh well i see a couple pieces of pepperoni yeah. stuck to your box oh, you know what i mean like yeah. <laughs> so yeah we just say no to pizza boxes. okay all right all right that's fair that's fair at one time you would do them though right um at uh, one time, we, and one, at and one, this, we've taken them before, and I think that became one of the issues. You know, we've we've gotten pizza boxes that still have crust in them, and you know, the cheese sauce is still right. The cup is still in there, okay. and so you know, I think you know the biggest thing. You know, we are we are here to provide a service. We love what we do. We it's very important what we're doing for our community and for the earth, but we want people to not abuse it right so like don't bring us your trash if you bring us trash we will send it back home with you well and i think the one thing i'm trying to get more than anything is the ground rules because you're in this new building you know you've worked hard yeah get this location you've worked hard to get this established you know you have a system now the last thing you need to do is have things that don't belong there being taken there okay so the best way to do it is to tell people what you know and we may have you on five times Mm -hmm. and in the next you know half year or whatever and it's going to be the same thing over and over because those are the same problems until people are sick of hearing about it i guess but you know we get the same questions all the time and and another problem that we've had a little bit of trouble since we've moved in is you know i we are open during the day, right? But we have some people who don't necessarily like our hours that we're open. And so they'll just leave their things at the door or outside or, you know, whether it be their recycling, which it might be pristine and very clean. They'll leave it at the door. We've had that happen before, right underneath our hours of operation sign. I guess we need to tell everybody where you're located now. And yeah, or a TV. Like, you know, they just drop their TVs, whether it's because we're not open or because they don't want to pay the $15 for a TV. Um, but yeah, please don't leave things after hours for right. us. Right. Now, now, it, everything is based on the same hours so, since you're at the same location now, right? Yes. It's not like TVs are only on Tuesday and Thursday or no. Okay, it's, it's right. all... Yeah, it, we used to because we were in two separate locations right. and we had to split our time. But now that we're all under one roof, everything, recycling from 
your plastic to cardboard, you know, your newspapers, junk mail, all of that, and your household hazardous waste, including TVs. We have a Sharps program, all your chemicals, flammables, those kinds of things. Um, Monday through Friday, 9 to 3. Wednesdays, we're open till 5. So Wednesdays are late day. Every other day, 9 to 3. Wednesdays till 5. Okay, a couple more items I wanted to ask you about. Yeah. Bottles. Bottles. What kind of bottles? Uh, pop bottles. Yeah. Those are those are bottles. Those are plastic bottles. I say your number one plastic. No, I didn't say plastic. I said bottle. Come at glass. Oh, you said plastic. I'm, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, okay. All right, glass. Okay, let's talk Yeah, about. no, no glass right now. Um, we don't have a we don't have a vendor to help us with glass right, right. now. Okay. That's one of the things that I'm hoping that we can remedy in the future. Um, you know, we, we encourage people to use more glass because, you know, we, we all know that plastic's not the greatest thing for our bodies or the planet. And so we are encouraging people to use more glass. Um, but then there, we're just reusing them. I have a whole cabinet at home full of glass jars <laughs> of all shapes and sizes. And they come in handy sometimes that you'd be surprised. I but like those old, those old ones that like used to get it, some of the... Uh, Oh, even Cracker Barrel, whatever, the, the jug, the yep. mugs. I uh-huh. don't have those, but. Yeah. Well, and, you know, that is one thing that I hope eventually I can find. Um, the problem with the glass is it's so heavy. And the the glass recyclers are so far away from us. So the freight charges and the logistics of getting it from here and getting enough volume to make it worth, you know, the money that it's going to cost to ship it to them. That's that's where we are right now with the glass. Well, you know, I know you mentioned Republic. They're having their, their free days for yep. city residents. Uh-huh. Take advantage of that. Yes. I mean, do it. I mean, that's what they're there for. Take advantage of that. Uh, now, uh, I know we, we talk about paint. Mm-hmm. Okay. A lot of people paint. I see a lot of people painting. Yes. I don't paint. <laughs> I mean, we paint, but I don't. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but anyway. Okay. Now, what is the difference again? What will you take and what would you take? Okay. So we take flammable paint. So flammable paint is anything that's an oil-based paint. Oil-based. Stain, okay. varnish, paint thinner, anything that on the label says caution, danger, flammable, something like that. Latex paint is what most of us are using. If we're painting walls in the house, it's latex paint. And if you read on the label, it says soap and water cleanup. That is actually safe for the trash, so we don't take it. Again, it's one of those logistics things. Um, There are paint recycling opportunities for latex paint, um, but that's one of the things that we haven't gotten into yet just because of the cost of it. Um, So for right now, we tell everybody, dry out your latex paint it's safe to go in the trash. So on those cleanup days, you can take latex paint. If you find anything flammable or toxic or, you know, pesticides, insecticides, pool chemicals, those kinds of things, TVs, bring those to us. When we're open for household hazardous waste, they won't be able to take them at those those cleanup days. Okay. All right. All right. We got about uh, three minutes left. Okay. Okay. What else would you like to touch on? Which, I mean, oh, goodness. Okay. First of all, your new location is located where? Uh, we are at 810 South 17th Street. Uh, we're right next door to the Moose Lodge. Mm-hmm. So if you know where the Moose is, we're right next door. Um, again, our hours are Monday through Friday, 9 to 3, Wednesdays until 5. Um, do you have a website that. We ha- do. Okay. Yeah. That people, they're at home saying, will they take this? Go to the website. Yes. Okay. It's www.knoxcountyrecycling, 
altogether, uh, .org. All right. And, and the thing is, when in doubt, ask. You yep. know, I, I have Michelle on a lot. I still ask. I, you know, I've gotten better. You have gotten so much better. I know. Yes, you're learning. I'm, I'm, I'm learning. You're and that's learning. my final point in these last couple of minutes. Right now, it is all about education, isn't it? Yes. Are you getting a chance to get out to the schools yet? Not I know, quite. Okay, because COVID really knocked you down on that. It did. And, you know, with the move, that really set things back a little bit, too, with with my time as far as to get into the schools. Um, but environmental education is still our number one priority. And that doesn't mean always going to schools. I love going to schools. I don't know, you know, we talked about before I have a teaching background, so it's kind of my, my first love. I love to do it. Um, it's just, you know, I'm only one person. So now that we're settled and we're in, and I have a great staff that, that can, they don't even need me to be there half the time, you know, so now I have the time. Um, so I am looking forward to getting back in the schools. Uh, right now, our our next project, I kind of did this in phases. We had to get into the building first. Then we needed to get the recycling set up. Then we had to bring HHW over. So now phase three of this, of this is to build an education center in our location, which when we bought this, this uh, building, we made sure that we had room for that. So right now, this is the, this is phase three. This is the last phase that's happening is is to build an education center on site um, at our location so that I can host schools, classrooms to come to us. We'll still do all of our hands-on environmental learning things. Um, and then, you know, they can see recycling in action. So that's my next goal. Um, and not only just classrooms and schools, but, you know, I go out and I speak to a lot of, like, clubs, groups, organizations, churches sometimes. They can also host their meetings at our location, and then we can do it there, and they can see recycling there. Wow. Yeah. Sounds good, because I know that you enjoyed going to school. Yeah, so, I, mean, I do. Okay. All right. Again, uh, check out the website. Uh, we'll have Michelle on when she finds time again. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> this lady is one busy lady, I'd say. But I'm so happy for you to get into your own. Thank um, you. Okay. And I need to come out there. I just you do. I just you know, and maybe I can get more of a lesson. <laughs> you do. I'll walk you through it. All right, Michelle. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. And thank you. We'll see you soon. All right. Stay tuned. More in the morning chat coming up on WAOV. Let the original company incorporated help your business by getting the word out. Whether your business needs marketing research, public relations, website design, print, broadcast, or even internet advertising, rely on the technical research and expertise of the original company. Go online to originalcompany.com. With numerous radio stations serving southwestern Indiana and southeastern Illinois, plus their associated worldwide websites, as well as organizing vendor events and TOC Direct Mail, we've got you covered. Let us prove to you advertising works. Again, go to originalcompany.com. Welcome back to the Morning Chat with Ed Ballinger on 97.7 FM and 1450 AM WAOV Vincennes, 97.3 FM in Washington. Fall Gathering brought to you by the Christian Educational Foundation. Year number 25 coming up this Saturday with us in the studio, Pat and Katie Herman. Good morning. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Ed. All right. It's almost, this is becoming an annual event and you guys coming on kind of as an annual event soon. It seems like we just celebrated 20. I know. So, sort <laughs> it's of like Pat and I's anniversary. A bit of a tradition. <laughs> and Ballinger's show. <laughs> our, our annual chat about the fall gathering. Oh, great event. Great event. It's coming up this Saturday. Um, I didn't realize first day of fall is actually Thursday, the 23rd. 
Wow. Well, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Should have known no. that too. Yeah. No, the 23rd is Saturday. So, yeah. There you go. Well, okay. So anyway. I guess, I guess we got a good name then. Yes, you fall did. Fall gathering. You hit it right on the head, man. Okay. All right. Uh, anything different this year? You know, it's been the same for a while. I was just thinking like 25 years, that's a long time. I probably started, you know, maybe 20 years ago. And um, we used to have it out at the woods and we would Mm -hmm. pack everything into that little dining room and it would be outside and weather was rough and, and people would cram in there and it would be a great time. But now we have the luxury for the last, gosh, what, Pat, 10 years or more um, of having it at Highland Woods, the big Highland Woods building, having everything set up ahead of time, not worrying about if it's going to get rained on or rained out or, um, and so it's, it, and it has honestly, like, you know, I was thinking about that. A lot of events kind of lose their luster after so many years, this event, like seems to just keep getting better. And it's actually a really fun night. Like, there's there's no pressure to you know spend thousands of dollars you can spend fifteen dollars for food you don't even have to do that you know so it's it's one of those things where it's it's just a lot of fun games it's very like quick paced i mean they do everything really quick the heads or tails are really funny great music great people um it's just it's just a fun night yeah we we really this is one of those events that it it's worked so well and we've tweaked it a little bit, but but I'd say we've we've stayed pretty pretty true to the tradition. I mean, it's just been a very popular event, and, and so well, we can stick with it. Of course, the auction items change from yeah. year to year. I mean that that's natural. That's any place. Yeah, some some stay the same. They do. They do. <laughs> some um, stay the same. People want some things yeah, to come back every year. Trust me. Okay. Uh, but there are, you're right. There are a lot of new additions with new businesses in town and um, different people coming into our. Reve and Flaget family, we have different talents and interest and um, and we're more accessible to some of the things that they're bringing to our um, to our parish and to our uh, school community. So that is it. it, it that, there are some definitely some things that change. Yeah. And a huge variety of things. That's the thing. Um, I, I can't imagine people coming here and not finding something either in the silent auction, bucket auction or the live auction that would appeal to them. It's just and and hats off to the folks that that go out canvas the the area to get these you know um to get these items because there really is a great variety um gosh this year we we were just talking about new ones one that comes to mind um there the kellers have uh, a little i guess a a two-stroke or no let's see part two golf course in their backyard so uh apparently you can go and and play uh, a round of golf and then have a dinner and so that one that one's a new one i'm interested in that one um <laughs> but um uh, I, I guess brad and, and janie and their family have have established that and so there are several involved in that that new item so uh, uh but you want to mention that the money that you do raise goes to the cef right it does. Yeah. We, yeah. The CEF, um, helps our, um, uh, Knox County, um, Catholic schools. So Reve and Flaget, um, they help us monthly. They also help us with big projects. I know, um, you know, my last one just graduated from Flaget, but last year, last summer, they put in all new windows to Flaget. And I mean, it was a huge dollar amount project, but much needed. 
and it just it just really completely changed the look of it. It, yeah. it really helped it, and um, so they help us with things like that, anything educational, any big projects, um, those kinds of things. But it all does stay here, and it stays within those you know the Catholic schools in Knox County. Yeah. Yeah, and, and there is a monthly assessment that they, um, an obligation that the, the CEF, um, they provide about 20000 a month, so about 200, you know, north of 200000 a year to help um, fund the schools, as Katie mentioned, you know, and there's so many things that, that, um, that we need. You know, it would be very difficult to, for the Catholic schools to exist without the Christian Educational Foundation. Sure, sure. So, so there you go. Okay, uh, Herman's Hogros, of course. Oh yeah, yep. That's something that doesn't want to change. No, it should. Everybody likes that. Yeah, it shouldn't. No. Yeah. Yep. That's a nice operation. Of course, um, you know, some of the best cooks around, right? For oh, that yeah. one. Oh yeah, for sure. And, and it's a <laughs> and it's a big group. A, a lot of help on that one. So yes, not just no. Hermans, but Herman friends and family. <laughs> yes. Okay. Before so, we go any farther, let me just say one more thing. You don't have to be Catholic to come to this. Yeah, and you know, I was going to touch on that a little bit too. Like, I mean, you know, my family, you know, my grandpa supported the Christian Education Foundation his entire life, and we were not, I was not raised Catholic. Um, It is, it is basically um, just. I don't know if you like having the diversity in your community. And if you, even if you, I mean, there's, and the items, the items are not all Reve and Flage. I mean, no. they're definitely, there's no tie to that with a, most of our option or uh, auction items. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's for everyone. Like I know, I think I drug my brother and sister-in-law one year and they had a great time. I mean, maybe that's actually where they met. I think that's maybe wow. one of the places oh, they met. Whoa. Whoa. I know. To, we See? need to promote that aspect. Yes. <laughs> But it was, it's really, hey, it's a full bar. I mean, like, you, might, you might find your soulmate at the, uh, at the full yeah. gathering. Yeah. I mean, it's good music. It's, it, you know, I don't know. It's just a fun night. Like we, there's a lot of great people who come, but yes, we want, we, we want people who haven't been there. Um, we love all the people that do continually come every year, but just like the auction items, we need new people too. And, um, and there are new people coming in and out of their, uh, in our school all the time, um, new families. And so, this is my invitation to you all. Well, please welcome. Come to this. It's so fun, and you'll really have a good time. Is everything inside? Or yes, it is. So you're not going out at all. No, nope. it's all it's all inside. You know the the new new. It's not that new, but the the community center. It seems like new, but uh, it's been there for a good while, and mm-hmm. and so everything's indoors. Um, and that's like Katie said. That that has made it uh, a really really awesome. Uh, don't have to worry about the weather. It's air conditioned. Okay. You know. We'll talk about the auction items in the next segment because okay. I think that right. uh, we need to go through some of those because yeah. they are unique. They are. I mean, uh, I do want to bring up also, we talked about the meal. It's, it's hot roast, but all the trimmings. Yeah. What is the cost? All right. Well, let's talk about that because there's a couple of options. Um, $15 will get you in uh, to the event, and that, that pays for the meal. If, if that's what you want to do, that's perfectly fine. Um, we are also selling 300 advance tickets. Those are $50 a piece, and that gets you the meal. It gets you into the event, but it also gets you into the reverse raffle, which is a big draw. Um, so, again, those tickets are for sale. They they will sell out. Uh, they always do. It's just a limited number so, so that... I guess increases everybody's chance, but um, and then the way that works, your name gets drawn. If you don't want to hear your name, because if, if you hear your name, that means you're out. You know, so so the reverse raffle goes to the last five tickets, and then those people split five thousand um, dollars, so a thousand each. Um, there are some consolation prizes along the way. I think they mm-hmm. give away twenty one hundred dollar prizes to the people who get 
knocked out. And then the rest of us, like me, usually just go to the consolation prize table <laughs> and pick out something really. A koozie. Yeah, a koozie. I'll get another koozie this year, probably. <laughs> that's the way my luck what's, runs. What's on it? Uh, but Depends but no, donated it. <laughs> so the fifty dollar ticket, if you want it, will get you in. But otherwise, fifteen dollars at the gate, um, and and you just can have a lot of fun for for fifteen bucks, and then hopefully uh, <laughs> hopefully you might be inspired to join in on some of the the other games and and yeah. auction auction uh, items there. What time does this start? The doors open at five o'clock. Um, there'll be like snack food tables, registration, get your bidding card, and all that. Um, the live dinner music is provided by um, Cats and Jammers, which is Richard Faulkner yep. and his crew. Um, uh, let's see. At 5.30, the dinner buffet opens, and uh, 6.30, reverse raffle names. Like, all through the night, they'll call re- reverse raffle names, which is fun. It gets more funny through the night because all the losers are yeah. walking up, and then the winners are starting to get excited that they might be the winners, so that's always kind of fun. Katie, you said it so nicely. Yeah. All the losers. I mean. <laughs> that's what you are. You're a loser. Yeah. Huh? It's paid. Yeah, you just, I, I know. It's, it's just the some way Some people are lucky. All hey. the losers. It hey. is what it is. Hey, honey, that's just why you said it. Okay. <laughs> it was classic. Okay. Yeah. And then um, the heads or tails is funny too. They have this big giant coin, and you buy a wristband, and you put your hands on your head if you want the heads to be called, and then tails if put your hands on your tail if you yeah. want tails to be. And so also that gets funnier also towards the end of the night. Um, and people, so you keep rolling, and then the people that are left standing are the winners so or the winner i think there's one winner anyway yeah. that's fun too i mean it's just it's just fun yeah, yeah. okay and you mentioned the uh the um uh raffles so i better say license is on file so it, it just, is make, just, just make sure we stay legal here yep. yeah. all you. right uh we're gonna take a break and you guys ready to come back with all of the items sure okay. all right be great we'll highlight right. some thank all you right. you're listening to the morning chat with ed ballinger on waov Shop before you shop to maximize your savings and make every dollar go further. Check out the TOC Big Deal store. You'll find gift cards and gift certificates to area businesses at discounted prices from 20 to 50% off. Save money when you go out to eat, go golfing, buy shoes, shop for jewelry, and more. From goods and services to events and entertainment. Search by city, search by category, or check out our clearance category for even more savings. Open 24-7, go to TOCBigDeals.com. That's TOCBigDeals.com. Welcome back to the Morning Chat with Ed Ballinger here on WAOV. Pat Herman, Katie Herman, our guests, CEF Fall Gathering coming up this Saturday, 5 o'clock at Highland Woods Community Center. One of the big things uh, we mentioned in that first segment are the uh, live auction items. And uh, wow, it would take us probably an hour to go through every one of them and explain yes. it. So let's, uh, let's go through some of the highlights. All right. Um, I'm going to start with a couple of things. Um, the big dinners are always are always huge, and we've got a variety. We've, I think we we probably have some new ones. Well, I know we have some um, some new dinner items, but um, these are the, these are the ones that probably go for what would seem like a, a really large amount. But because they some of them serve 12 to 20 people, so a lot of times groups will get together um, and 
and bid on those and then you've got a year to schedule it and there's a variety of those things one that sticks out that's very popular father tony um our pastor uh, and, and his family do a fish fry you know and that one's for up to 20 people um that's a that's a huge a huge draw um there's an indian uh cuisine meal by some of our indian priests and they're incredible cooks if you haven't had uh, father simon's indian food and father joe's they they it's amazing so that's another one um so a lot of the a lot of the big dinners are are really popular um the the landon thomas families they do one that's kind of neat it's called they, they call it meals on wheels so if you buy theirs they actually deliver you meals to your home three times i, I think it's your choice but uh, you know three times a year you can you get a, a full uh you know course meal with with uh, everything from you know the the main course to the desserts and then delivered to your house so that one's that one's a, a pretty cool one um so those are those are kind of those change a little bit but they're but those are the, the big you know big draws on on meals um yeah there's also a couple of real staples that uh go really high every year um we have some parishioners that are very good at baking, and I really don't know the story, Pat, on the pecans. Why the pecans? Well, it, it's kind of interesting. Pecans um, seem to go the, for... The pecans are, are have been... Uh, I'm going to give credit to the Kaiser family for the most part. George Kaiser, um, you know, provides those. So those are, hand, are homegrown, hand-picked, hand-shelled pecans, and they just always go for... <laughs> Lots. A big number. Even when we is... were in quarantine, <laughs> yes. we were all bidding online, and you could just see those pecans. I mean, it was like the last final minutes, and I mean, those pecans are going up and up and up and up. I don't know. I think it. I I think it's great. Um, like there's but there's always... a lot of pies. There's a lot of. Um, I know you know Marilyn Vantlin. I think she's on here. There's a couple of really good um, women in our parish that bake really delicious oh items that seem to go for an astronomical amount too so yeah. i think that's great i love that um there's you know there's those things there's also there i said there are lots of things that aren't rivet and flage but there are also lots of things that are rivet and flage um there's things that you can buy for your kids like um you know be the lucky secretary of the day at flage or a family pass to get into the rivet sporting events those kind of things as well so there's there are Reve and Flige themed things, but there there's much more that are not. Um, so, okay, uh, Pat, do you have any other favorites? Yes. Um, well, d just because there's one that's that's new, and I want to um, highlight Father Steve is our new priest, um, and and he has a new item. Actually, his it says from his ancestral home in West Virginia. So that's where he he started. He's moved around because he's part of a military family, um, but he is offering five pounds of Preston County buckwheat flour and the family recipe for buckwheat cakes, which is a thin pancake. So I'm very intrigued by this. Mm. And then along with that, which is a little different, but a dozen country club bakery pepperoni rolls. So I've talked to him a little bit about this and these were things that, yeah. that you know, just a big, a big thing back in, in where he was from in West Virginia. So he's bringing those to us and, and that'll be exciting. Um, so again, thanks Father Steve and, and for all the priests for taking a, an active role in, in, in many of these auction items. Um, 
you know, we were looking through here. There, for, for sports fans, there's a lot of ticket packages available, tickets to Purdue football games, tickets to St. Louis Cardinal baseball games. I know the Reds uh, also have some tickets. Um, these would obviously be for next season. You would arrange that. Um, you know, if you're the if you're the lucky winner of, of that auction item, but there's there's a lot of those that are available. Um, so I think those would appeal to to lots of people. Um, there's also um, the another popular one is a CEF golf scramble uh, for a team of four at Cypress Hills. Um, it includes player fees, carts, mulligans, toss for the whole team, and um, dinner or lunch. Those are some that's that'd be fun. And again, you know, these are it's. Uh, gifts and treasures that our parishioners are bringing um and sharing and so i i think that to me is the coolest thing is just to see how many talented people we have you know that have so many different interesting qualities or connections or um you know we talked about dave's uh, shelf it's mm -hmm. the you know we always have like a handcrafted wooden item um from dave hunkler and yeah. it's it's a beautiful shelf yep. this year with some hooks and, yep. um, I you know, that one's David Hedden this time. Uh, Dave oh, Humbler has I'm been, sorry. but David Hedden uh, okay. made, made the shelf and that's the special, um, it's auction, an auction, auction item. item. Yep. Um, and it was donated by, um, Kevin and Nancy. Evans, oh, okay. So, yes. Okay. Um, My bad. So that's Nancy's brother that made that. Um, but it's, it's a, that's a really neat item that, um, that will be the one handmade special auction item. You know, one looks, uh, I think kind of nice is, is this right? $500 gift certificate to French Lick Resort. Yeah, that's wow. a big one. That's a, that's that's a, a fun one. That, that, but two nights. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, that's what it would be probably. But yeah. still, that would be. Yeah. yeah. No, that's that's a, a neat one. And another one from French Lick, there is a uh, two-night two stay. Or actually, remember, one night stay for two rooms. And then it includes a golf outing at the Donald Ross course, too. Right, so, right. So, yeah. I don't know. The thing I like about this is that, you know, you purchase these and you, like, like Pat said, you have like a year to do it and you know how busy everyone is. And so it really forces you to get together and do something fun, you know, go golfing, go for a dinner with friends, you know, and it's, it's sometimes we get so busy on the hamster wheel that we don't really, um, make time for that kind of thing. And so I think this is, this is also promotes just what's free time being yeah. with each other. I know <laughs> what is free time, right? Yeah, if you would figure to, that out, let me know. <laughs> okay. But it. when you have to schedule it in, see, then it becomes, it becomes one of the most memorable yeah. things that you do all year. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, again, we want to mention that all the money raised will go to the Catholic schools. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's, that's Correct. why we have this. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, you know, the other thing, I guess, more as, as much as anything to me is, you know, this is one of the last things done in the fall, it seems like. You know, we have all throughout the year, all these gatherings and stuff. This one is yep. placed the perfect time. School's in, been in, what, six weeks, yep. maybe longer than that. Yep. But I think, again, we can have an event that raises a lot of money but goes for a great cause, yep. you know, and... There's nothing better than the Herman's hog roast. Well, thanks. Ed. That was very kind. 
No, hey, it's, let's it's, let's get the the real plugs here. You know it. Yeah. It's it's the food. So. The food is good. Uh, it's a lot of fun getting together, making it. It's a lot of work, but it, it, it's fun work. It's it, it's one of those things that you you don't really feel like you're working. You just feel like you're 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 getting together, having fun for a good cause. As you mentioned it, you said it earlier too, Ed. And I wanted to reiterate this. It this is a community event, and and the entire community is welcome. We we want to welcome everybody to come out and have a good time. Um, you know, the, the more the merrier on this one, and mm-hmm. and it is definitely definitely for a good cause. It helps us out a lot, but but it's a fun time for everybody that that comes. And so. it takes a lot of people to do this. Yeah, it does. Sure. It does. Yep. Debbie and Ann have ran this um, for years. I would venture to say since its conception, oh, and it, they um, yeah. they have their workers. They they are a well oiled machine, um, but everybody does pitch in, and it. I mean, but it again, if you have to work something, it's a really fun night to work. Um, right. Yeah. And Chip Sparks is our auctioneer. He does a great job. I just saw his name, and I thought, oh, I want to throw a shout-out to him because yeah, he's he, awesome. if you haven't been to a Chip Sparks live auction, that's a, enough reason to come. He, he is very entertaining. He keeps the crowd going, and, uh, and we always look forward to, to him and his crew coming yeah. in and doing the live auction. He keeps it fast-paced. I mean, he, he, you know, he, he keeps it rolling and... And um, it's, you know, it takes a lot of events for CEF to pull off throughout the year to kind of keep our doors open and keep our mm-hmm. schools in, in good shape and our kids, um, you know, happy and safe. And, and so this is, this is one of them. Um, there's, there's several others, yeah. but this is, this is one. I mean, German Fest, Bingo. Mm-hmm. There, there are several others, but this is, this is a fun one uh, heading yeah. into the fall. Yeah, and, sure. and you must be 21 to come, by the way. That's, that's is true. Yes. I'll make sure we uh, mention that. Correct. Uh, if you might have any questions, who they contact? Uh, I would say Carrie Land. She's at the CEF office um, at 812-882-5889 or Debbie Thomas, 881-7449. Um, they, you know, are, they would know everything. Any question you had, they would be able to answer. Or if you want to donate, it's not too late to donate. Pat just said, you know, there's... Uh, about 80 <clears throat> live auction items now and I would say and we both kind of laughed and we said there'll be a hundred by the time Saturday rolls around because people put in late things so it's not too late if you want to donate something if you have something that you would like to share um, to help raise money for the CEF for for their benefit that would be wonderful yep. call them all right well appreciate you two coming again as always uh, good luck thanks. thanks Ed appreciate it all right stay tuned midday edition is next on WAOV